0: I've
1: Time on the show. i yeah. yeah. Show them. <clears throat> I'm gonna briefly uh, just share a, a lot of. I, I realized that a, 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 most of the chevrat, I didn't really get a chance to speak to. Them. So just for the few that that, uh, I, that I spoke to, they they know this already. We're having a suddasodat, give Shevach and, a, and thanks to Hashem Baruch Hu for being here, for being in this world, for having every. Another moment, another day, another morning of Sadaveni, of learning, of just being alive here in Eretz Kodesh. Oh, so, the kids are... Um, Monday night, Monday we were fasting. Right after we broke the fast, I ate for a little bit. And then I had to drive out to the Merkaz, to Kfar Chabad, because it was Rav Ginsberg's 79th birthday. And uh, he asked that to come and participate in... Uh, uh, for bringing that he was doing in honor of his birthday. Big COVID. So drove out there. And then, if you know where Kfar Chabad is, it's kind of like if you're driving towards the airport and then Lod and passing by Rehovot, it's, it's kind of that area. Um, and then at about 8.02, there was a big matach. How do you say matach? There was a bombardment. a bombardment of rockets to, uh, to the Merkaz. And I heard it. through I heard the sirens. I couldn't tell if it was sirens that I'm hearing from, you know, far away or not. Or, but I didn't take any chances. And what I was told is that you're supposed to get out of the car and then find either find shelter or go on the ground. But Where I, where I was on the highway was basically in the middle of the highway and like an open field behind me. So there wasn't really anywhere to go. And I. Uh, I, I stopped the car got out of the car and then I went on the floor and then I've, I've, I'm, I felt and I heard the biggest boom of, I've, I've ever felt in my life ever I still hear it and I still feel it basically when, when, when the rockets when they could project if it's going into an open field they don't shoot the, the iron dome I think it's like a million and a half shackle each time they shoot one of those things. So if they see that it's going to an open field, they don't shoot it. So that open field where it came down was literally like, a, I don't know, like a few hundred meters behind me. Like it came down right behind me. And when it, the, the boom came down, it was the, the loudest thing I've ever, ever heard. And I flew from the head, from the impact, it flew me forward and it was such a shock but then and i didn't turn around to look up because i was nervous that there if it was fire things flying out of there would go into my eyes and it was like subconsciously i'm realizing now that that's why i didn't look up and didn't look into it but when i uh, then i looked up to like in front to see what's going on and then i saw another rocket and then i saw the interception right above me of the second one which was also, if you've ever been in one of those, those are very loud, but it was nothing in comparison to to what was behind me. So, you know, you go into this place of you're not thinking too much, you're not shocked. All I thought, maybe this wasn't the smartest thing to do, because they say to wait for 10 minutes, but if I felt like they were coming, it was happening more and more there, I somehow got into the, I ran back, I got up, I ran into the car and drove faster than i ever did for another like two three minutes till i went into kfar chabad which logically it doesn't make any it doesn't mean anything because what's the difference between it's not like there was someone on the run there it was from Shemai, right it was from it was from from not from Shemai, it was from it was from Gehenna, but from the sky so, there's a, there's a million thoughts and feelings that Bichlal are unprocessed, and one of, the ma- one of the feelings I wanted to definitely do is to not speak about it, because it's not, it's not a... Uh, mainly because the reason why I didn't want to speak about it is because this is exactly how so many of our families and brothers and sisters have been living, their home at Sears, down south, for years and years and years. This was just one example of it. This was just one moment of it.
0: <laughs> but there is
1: an Indian to always, always, always be and to mafayesem and to even celebrate it. Uh, I was reminded of I was in the States, but the night after that, uh, behind uh, you know, behind Toby's house, when when our uh, Gibor Shraga Stern, Hashem be'shmeireu, who is down now fighting in Gaza, was the chayal that was uh, took over and, and was injured by the mechabel here that the beautiful, I remember watching it on Facebook Live, watching the beautiful Sudan that took place behind over there that night. So there's an Indian to really, there's a lot of Indian to be maketov, to give thanks, to, to put out to the world and to Kaddish Baruch Hu, that the way we uh, we don't take any second for granted and we makabal on ourselves that um, every moment that we have together is an opportunity to bring more light and to do more good to learn what we feel like what we feel needs to be learned and personally for me it's I you was know, speaking about this with yossi yesterday that the the personal feeling here is like so surreal it's almost like when i got my senses together when i started thinking clearly i was like wow a yishmaeli like a yishmaeli in put a rocket in in a uh uh, in a shigur, huh? in, a, in a launcher <laughs> this this guy this animal a few hours from here, put it put it in and it missed me but I'm it's not missed me it missed you it missed you you know it missed that's the thing even though it's personal because it's like oh my god it's right next to me, this is this is crazy you know you get flown by the head If and I'm a big guy I got flown in there flown by it from the sound, the everything—it's—it's it's all blurry, and I'm not admitting that I—that I understand any of it. And I'm sure it'll be—I don't. <clears throat> I'm from LA. There's always uh, aftershocks, you know, other from the earthquakes, like you know, the But being together and speaking about it, I also wanted to say that people that go through these kind of things. One of the hardest things is to share, is to speak, and is to reach out. And that's also a limud that I feel like if Hashem put me in the place that I'm in, that that's also an important thing that I wanted to share with everyone here. Maybe not everyone in here has experienced it so (coughs) close, but there's no doubt in my mind that each person in here has experienced some type of a trauma in the last five weeks. And the Chabura is meant not just for learning the deepest depths and sharing the deepest depths, the Chabura is also meant for sharing Rik HaLev, you know, what, what's inevitable, the, the things that are really touching upon chords, to touching upon places in us that we never really did. So I just want to thank everyone for being here, and also all of, we have also today's, the, the Ornstein family's, um, this, this uh, <laughs> who also their grandson, David Yeshua also experienced a close interaction with this a few weeks ago at at uh, at uh, Minarot, right by the uh, the Machsom. Shpiy Shmira and all of us Rav uh, Weinberger said me last night Shmira Mal Yusa. It's like a different type of Shmira. Shmira Mal Yusa, a higher level of, of protection. Aleinu, I'll call on Israel. You're stuck, with, you're stuck with us. Look at us. We're such amkshay orif, you know. We're such. We're such orif. You just. Even if chas you had one thought for a second you're wanting to get rid of us. It's emal You're stuck with us forever. May it be a beautiful binding together, a beautiful being stuck together, and Hashem should wipe away all the evil from the face of this earth. We're going weiter just a little bit today, not too much. Today we're going to be a very important piece. Many people have uh, been wondering can you can you label this milchama? Can you put it under the category of amalek? It's been a talk, been a very big talk. People are really, I mean, uh, Chayal called me from the front line, asking me he wanted a Heta to know if he could go and engage in the war, as if he's going and engaging amalek. I said my nafkamina, so it's a, it's, a, it's a clear nafkamina. It's a, it's actually one of the clearest nafkaminas in the world. So we're gonna learn it instead of telling instead of like speaking about what we feel, which is not not, the, not a good thing when, when the feelings are erupting. We have Torah, we have to look inside, we have to learn to see does this fall into the category of a malik or not? Even though we already mentioned Ravsalavechik's Pshat and Amalik, a Malik is anyone that's coming and trying to kill Jews, right? But there's still enough gamina there because mm-hmm. regarding the Tzivuy of Amalek, it's a wiping out completely of an entity. It's not a, oh, we spare them and we spare that. Look what happened with Shaul HaMelech. Like, look what happened with Shaul HaMelech. So it's not so clear. Did the pages get to the end? Do we have enough? I
0: thought there was a of Amalek. So
1: yeah, many people did. Many people did. If anyone else needs, please, please raise your hand.
0: No, oh, I meant the love of, of
1: Halakha. Oh, of... Did the
0: Kohanim were they engaged in in the Yeah,
1: it's another Shaila that came up. Can a Cohen in the, the, the questions about Kohanim and the war? Cohen that has to go to war, it goes to war. There's no. I'm saying, there's no the Malik war, Is
0: that one of the not practical ramifications here? Like if it's a Malek,
1: like everybody is out there. Everybody's is so. a Mechemus Mitzvah. Yes, it's not a, It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not on a certain people. It's everyone. Um, the shailas that came up with Kohanim, I think we spoke about already, can a Kohen voluntarily go and, and volunteer for zaka or for the Rabanut Tzva'it of Zihui Chalalim? Mm-hmm. So only if there's only if there's no one, if there aren't enough people, then he has a Chiyuv too. But if there are enough people, you can't mm-hmm. go and beat Nadev for that, uh, you know, for that. that came up also, the Shaila came up, can a Kohen go and beat Nadev in Mada? Interesting shaila, right? Or Bichla, should a Kohen be a doctor in an emergency room? These are great stuff. There's a lot of chuvas written on these things. It's, it's, it's really, it's Torah's Chaim. It's beautiful. And it's still being developed, these Vav He says like this, we're in the middle of the page. And I, I think a lot of us are also looking for lemaisa with all this learning about what we're learning about. We're looking for a So what's the practicality? What, what do I practically do with all this type of learning? What could I do as an individual? If I'm not a legislator, and then, as I as an as an individual, what do I do? And we already spoke about that. When it's a ma'asei Yahidi, that you go out and you no that's absolutely a sur. The, the way we learned it on an individual level, going out and like that 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 horrible story of there was this after the three boys were killed, there was a guy, was stickled, deranged, that went and killed this Arab kid. I forgot his name. Dir, I think his name was the kid it was Muhammad dir there, There's no. It has nothing to do with what we're learning, and it's an ivut. It's a, that's the what we're speaking about. So he says like this: HaKadosh Baruch Hu Einor kamot, NeKamot." Just like we just mentioned in Shir Shalom, God is not only a God of vengeance, El Kanov Venokem, vengeance, and a vengeance. It's not just that. He says, "Gama Geulah Shleimat Tavu Mitochzesh Akedush Baruch Yakum BeZaamo Chilul Shmo Avada when we speak about geula, some of us are under the impression it's going to be this thing of like, kula <laughs> mahuvin. Right? It's like, it's all good, it's all beautiful, there's a light that gets turned on, and then just everyone swimming together and, and dancing, you know, all you need is love. Right? Mamash. Like that, that's, we have this impression, geula shlema just happens like that. It's like part of the process of geula is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will come in His rage to avenge the Nikma's chidul shmo Shafuch. There'll be a vengeance from Hashem over all those that were killed by in, in, in sanctifying His name. That's part of Geula Shlema. Right? <clears throat> He's like, regarding the regarding the fourth kingdom, which is what we're we're waiting for. HaKadosh himself is going to come and avenge what, he, what, what needs to be avenged. The, and this is not only from there. So, David HaMelech asks, when you, when you uh, get back to what you get back to, sevenfold. You bring it back over, sevenfold. That's not what Yirmiyahu Avi said. Question. Machlokas. Hmm. Yirmiyahu says, when you do come and avenge all the blood that's been spilled in your name, do it like seven times over. Yirmiyahu Avi says, just do it, he's saying one, one, one to one, right? So, so they discussed this. The way Rabbi Yehuda says it is that we're, we're saying, Master of the world, what they did to us, the personal thing, then go back and give it to them one on one. But what they did in your base the Chidol Shem Shamayim of Churban Abayt, sevenfold, seven over. what they did to us, one on one, do back to them. But by them burning your Torah, bring it back to them seven, seven overs. Now, what's the difference? What do you think the difference is over here? We keep on speaking about the real concept of Nikama can only really be purely about what chilul Hashem. But in Hashem's Cheshvan, what's considered a chilul Hashem? The question is, I think, is that neshama, is a neshama is in Hashem's eyes to say for Torah, like like what he's the lashon he's using. Mashuk Let's. I want to stick to, to how we how we're bringing it over. What in Hashem's eyes is considered what we consider chilul Hashem, Hashem comes back and says, "Okay, chilul Hashem doesn't just mean that they come and they desecrated my name, chilulam Israel." Chilu Where do we learn that from? Moshe. By which 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 Midian. nation? Yeah. By Midian, exactly, exactly. Bevaday, gam yish Hashem. Of course, that what the nations have done to Am Israel as well is <laughs> chilul Hashem <laughs> And of course they deserve a punishment for such a thing. but when they clearly speak against God That's where you come back sevenfold of a punishment. What's an open, revealed fight against God then it's, then it, when, it, when it's in the name of going against Hashem? Okay? Now that was a Malik. Openly against God. The Jewish people were pawns in the war against Hashem. Correct? And we're going to see that clearly in a second too. That's basically how we always learn it. So we have to use our alamnists' head for a little bit this morning. Now let's go shlav by shlav. What would you define today's war? Don't say al pi regish, al pi sechem. Why? <laughs> lishma. It seems like it's totally lishma on their part. Is it a war against God?
0: Yes. Totally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yes. And there uh, is anyone is anyone is to... anyone bold
1: enough to say if they feel that it's not
0: if you'd ask the Hamas. I'm asking
1: you, I'm not asking anybody else. No, that's I'm, that's not that's asking, I'm not so, asking, I'm not
0: yeah, asking the world
1: any... If I can yeah. say it, if they go around, if they go around killing Jews, desecrating us, Allah Akbar. God is great, then there's a perversion there, right. which is similar to the perversion that you've got with Amalek. It's a, it could be there's, there's a Mahalach, them. there's a Mahalach that this war is even more Amalek than Amalek. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because when Amalek, listen, the like Reb Shlomo would say, evil that comes to you and looks like evil, it's not such no hard, it's not so hard to decipher that it's evil, right? But evil that comes to you and it dresses up in levushim of, of shtraimelach, the havdiel. That's the most dangerous one. That's the most dangerous one. So an evil that comes and is Dafka using the Lishma in the most perverted way is absolutely falls under the category of doing this, uh, this is a war against God. God, they're into hijacking. They're into hijacking. They're into hijacking people. They're into hijacking concepts. They're into hijacking God. The concept of God has been by, by billions of people hijacked, maybe hijacked. <laughs> if this isn't what Amalek does in such a more extreme way, I don't know what is, because what does Amalek do? ki al ka. We're going to see. Amalek covers the name of God. He covers it. There's an Indian of, they're, they're coming out and they're mechasa. They're, they're covering over it. Now look how he continues. inyan Madu chara Why? Why is it that God's anger, His wrath, was on this nation more than any other nation? The other nations that go out into war against Am Israel be machal Hashem. You know, ba'akifin means like roundabout way. Thank you. But the fact that they're fighting the Am Hashem, <imagine> do you know what it means when you choose to fight the Jewish people? What does it mean besides that you hate Jews? What does it really mean? It means you're not scared. There's no. This is a word, a, another word that Am Yisraelis do big tikkun for. <imagine> You've heard that word? Hartaa <imagine> How do you say hartaa?
0: Huh? Deterrence.
1: Deterrence. Deterrence. Not hatraa. That that means. Uh, Harta'ah, what, what he just said, It's meaning he's saying, like, when you fight Yisrael you're, you're basically saying, I don't have any deterrence? Deterrence. before akadosh That's the word that I said is being perverted because, you know, for a long time, people sitting in top, uh, you know, places of legislation and in the cabinet have always spoken about hachamas murta. Murtah means the Hamas is they, they didn't they deterred.
0: Subdued. Subdued. This was
1: only if this was only a few a few months ago that did that. There was talk like this. There was a minister in the government that said the Hamas is murtah for 15 years. He said this about two weeks before some Tiferes. Mamish, two weeks before Simchastayran. Tiferes. Murtah, you fight it and what you're showing is that you really have no fear from God. It, it, you know, it doesn't play any role in you. So it's a desecration of God's name that can't have any kapara. And as bad as that is, He's saying that doesn't compare when you come out with a clear hachraza, a clear proclamation, I'm going against God. Like he brings over here the, the Goliath. <laughs> this is what Amalek was really all about. <laughs> Why is the war of Hashem and Amalek forever? Because what these people resemble is an open proclamation that we have a target. The target is God. So, if in this world we can't really, God is not a physical entity, we go and target those that represent God's, God's life and light in this world. Who's that? Yidden. I'm Israel. Says, brought down in the Mechuta. God swore over His throne of glory. I, I swear that there will not be even left a, any any descendant of Amalek in this world that anyone can ever say this donkey this uh, this uh, this camel belongs to a Malik bottom line ba shalem shalem neka shalem shalem. As long as this this offspring, this, this Mishtach is in the world, and Hashemiz Barach's name and his kisse are not complete, and there's a lot of drushes on that, what that means exactly. Amar David, Ha'oyev Tamu lanetzach ve'arim Natashta Avad Zikram Hema Maxiv achrav When the job is done, then Hashem sits on His throne properly. Zatomeret like this. You and I are living in a world that we have to work really, really hard, even when we're not in a state like this, to truly feel that What does that mean, that God is sitting fully on His throne? And what does it mean that God's name is complete in the world? What does that mean? What does it mean that Hashem Hashem is complete in the world? What do you think that means? What would be different? What, would be, what kind of reality would be different? Hashem's name is complete in this world. So let's look at Hashem's name for a second. What's Hashem's name? Yud and then Hey and then Vav and then Hey. Without getting too, you know, David, I'm not going fully. You know, like I'm going. I'm just trying to do something a little bit like this. What is the most uh, what is the only thing in the world that you and have right now at this second? This second. That's all we have. We have the hoveh. We have the present. That's all you and I have right now. I'm learning with Bini a mimer from, uh, from Rav Kluger about his boderus, and the whole Indian there is that a person has to do an immense amount of chuva over ignoring the only thing that he actually has and always thinking about what he doesn't have. People usually think that means money or, or whatever it is, the truth is, what we usually are focused on is everything but the one thing we have, which is now. Okay? In Hashem's name, there's only one tense, not past or future, it's only present, hoveh. The yud is bringing Hashem into the picture of now. A comes, and it says, there's something covering over the name of God. Which two letters aren't in that Pasuk? Vav and the He. Now I'll go a little bit, alterer, but the Vav and the hay in this world is actually what brings down the connection that I feel to the existence of God and His Hanhagah in this world. Zotomeret. As long as this entity exists in the world, I really can't experience the Rebona Shleilam the way the Rebona wants me to experience Him in this world. <coughs> And when we when we when we in the name in the name of a perverted concept of compassion, perverted concept of compassion, it brings us further away from enabling a world of of Hashem Shalem the Kis o Shalem. Now. It's nothing to do from what happened two nights ago. It's been the Homa'alach of the last five weeks. If we were to say that this is a milchama en amalek, okay? If we were to say, if we were to paskin, this is a milchama en amalek, no, I'm not saying everyone <coughs> agrees with it. then in terms of the kol koreh from the am, meaning the voice emanating from the am, and the levels of tshuva that we have to do, aside from the clear one, that we always have to be working on listening to each other, getting closer to each other, really hearing each other, not only in this room, but Dafka Jews that sound nothing like many of us and don't look like anything like us, to go and listen to them, just like the Chayalim, are, Baruch Hashem showing us and leading us by example of hearing each other, listening to each other, and the things that aren't important are being put aside, and what is important is staying in the front, and we have all the, everything in the world to learn from them. What else is the avoda that is the hardest thing, like we're talking about waking up from a coma, what is it to do in in terms of this war? Could it be, I'm just throwing out the idea, because this is important stuff for us to wake up from. When you see images of people who were celebrating and giving out candies when our brothers and sisters were killed and raped and slaughtered that are now not being killed and being led to Gaza and being served water by Chayel Eitzvah and Al and it makes you feel proud, there's something messed up about that. Deep, deep inside us, there's something that's not, something's messed up. Again, according to the Shita, that these people are Amalek. I'm certain without a shadow of a doubt Rov Rubo, of anyone that's walking out like this right now, these are people that cheered when rockets went to try to kill you and me and put terror and fear in my children and in your children. No, Shaila. No, Shaila. The few you catch on camera now that are saying, look what Hamas has done to us. This is a... The fact that we haven't even declared yet that we, have re, we are reconquering the whole area, reestablishing Jewish settlement there in a place where such a has taken over still shows that we still have a very long Mahalach, but I believe that that awareness and consciousness is dependent on what I said before. I believe the more that we can hear each other, love each other, and talk to each other, but in an we won't have a problem doing all these necessary things that need to be done. <laughs> We won't have a problem. It'll almost be like, a, because if we just really focus on the Hoveh, on the moment, all the other stuff that we're so worried about, they, they won't. They won't, they won't, they'll, 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 they'll fall down in front of our eyes. All the Cheshbonas, all the Sichons, right? All the Sichons, all the Sichon Melech cheshbon stuff will fall before our eyes. Obviously, there is so much more to share on this topic, and these this kind of learning is bringing up very, very uh, you know, emotional things. But we're trying to always bring ourselves to say, but but what are the what did Chazal say? What did David and say? What do the Midrashim say? Like we were speaking about in Shir the other day, which Midrashim and which parshas did I kind of like turn turn a blind eye to? Which stories in the Torah have I consciously cho- chosen to be like? And I can't really think about that. Do you understand how many people Shaul HaMelech killed? How many people do you think Shaul HaMelech killed? Tens of thousands. If not more, right? Tens of thousands of people. And yet, he had Chemla on one. He had compassion on one. And what happens when you have compassion on one? That's part of a bigger picture. <coughs> what do you lose? Huh? There's a word. What? What? What, do you, what did he lose? Malchus. Malchus. He lose. He lost the malchut. He lost. He lost not just aspect of malchut like we like to connect to today. He actually lost malchus. Right. We have to. We have to be aware and understand. Wait a second. How am I looking at this milchama? How am I looking at this? You know that yesterday, it's crazy. There's an. There's a request from someone from the left-wing party and a right-wing party to use other countries to take in <coughs> the that are leaving Gaza into their countries. Sounds a, sounds a little familiar, it's just a different person saying it. It's, 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 it's crazy. It, it, well, they basically called for transfer straight out. They said, they just didn't use that word, because they want to keep their seat in the Knesset. But that, that's exactly what they said. And there, there's more and more people that are, that are realizing but that's that, again, that's that. our love for each other and listening to each other goes yad with the ability to do what's needed to be done to wiping out the enemies of Hashem in this world. How does this all work with the, the descendants of Amman studying Torah and Torah? I don't know. Amalek, one more paragraph. Amalek Bala Ashmidet right. Israel, Yisrael k'mo Khazal, Chazal lama nikra Amalek? Am Lak. A nation of Lak. You know what the Lakkek means? Shebala luk la'luk daman shel Yisrael kekelev.
0: This
1: is a very heavy Midrash. They come to lit, like, like a like a dog comes. That's what they come to do to the blood of Amish. Who barishon, he came first. salal ta lechol asher What does it mean? They came and cooled you off on the way. Rabanan amrei karcha They cooled you off before other people. Okay, so let's. What, what does this mean? We'll learn the midrash and we'll see it happening today. This is a, a parable to a a, 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 a fuming, burn, burning, steaming hot, hot a bathtub that no person can go into without getting burned. One Yimach Shemo comes inside and he jumps inside. The and even though he got burned a little bit. What did he end up doing to the water? <laughs> he-kira, he-kira lifnei achirim. He cooled it off before other people. <laughs> we came out of Egypt. We came out of such low dirt and filth. We come out of Mitzrayim. Miracles upon miracles. And the Egyptians sunk into the world that they lived in. What ended up happening momentarily, Nafal pachdan al there was Kava in the world, and the fear there was fear on other nations, Shinemar, alufei edom. Now we have your daily moment of Musa where you you say this every single morning. what does it mean as edom Then all the Alufim, the generals of Edom of the nations of the world, Nivhalu got freaked out when they saw Yad Hashem so clearly with what he did with Am Yisrael Mitzrayim. What did Amalek cause? He caused that this moment of Az Nivalu Aluf Edom was like Kechalom Ya'uf like a passing it passed in a second. Your friend. Let's go into us. We'll end with this. What happens to us? Am Yisrael goes through the gas chambers, Am Yisrael goes through Auschwitz, goes through Pogrom, after Pogrom, after Pogrom. And then this crazy mitzvah of Veshavu Banim Gvulam starts to happen. Start coming back to Eretz Yisrael. And it seems like, oh my God, after such a like Tumas Mitzrayim, maybe even worse, we come back to Eretz Yisrael, and there's a besorah. There's, an, uh, there's, a, there's a place for Yedon to be in the world. Who, and, and basically, who comes right away? Who comes right away and tries to lekarer this besorah? Yishmael. Yishmael. Now the reason, <clears throat> Kabbalistically speaking, why this klipa is so much harder to cut off and we have such a harder part, uh, an union with them, is based on a very simple notion that they have a bris milah. And because they have a bris milah, it makes it much harder for us to fully wipe this entity out of our lives because Kadusha Sabris is the last struggle before Mashiach. And in our worlds, Especially in the more modern world that, everyone here grew up in, these are things that weren't spoke to us, spoken to us about. We, we, we didn't, we didn't deal with these things. I think the first time someone like really started learning about kedusha tabrit and at, paid attention to it and noticed it was something that happened at a later stage in life when our minds were already completely infiltrated with a whole culture that was nice and sweet and also filled with tuma. Go, go back and watch a movie that your parents let you watch in the 80s. Just try it. Or a I'm TV show. That Mikey. Yeah. So. It doesn't work. I tried my kids movie. I had to shut things off. There's it's
0: awesome. I don't remember power. this scene. <laughs> <laughs> and after 10 minutes, I'm like, you actually used to think this is funny? Ooh, <laughs> I had to shut it off, and Mikey <laughs> was traumatized. That's
1: 90s, go to 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to go go to 70s, yeah, go to 60s. What I'm trying to say is like this, for us to understand, like why why have we had so much trouble with this? Like why isn't it so clear that they came and they did what Amalek <laughs> did to us, Asher Karcha. Asher Karcha Baderch? You're on your way from rising, from being the lowest, lowest of the world, to becoming an Am And we have so much trouble with these people. I'm not saying that they have <coughs> Kedusha Sabris. They have br- they have Bris Mila. They have a Brit. They do a Brit Mila. In the Kabbalistic energies, this is what we're speaking about, Zeke neged If that's giving them any koach in the world to have any ability to harm <coughs> our weapon against it is in our circles a huge, huge, huge Hagbara in the world of Sneus and Shmirah Sabris without a doubt. Without a doubt that's one element it doesn't mean that you should wait to wipe them out while until you get your shemir sabriss ready understand It's just explaining to us the inner struggle there's a war year that's gone on for so long it, it has so many different elements and it's playing with us in such a such an insane way such a such a such a sensitive way such a personal way so Again we're not paskining right now because I don't I don't think we're, we we've 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 gone through the whole sulia yet. But definitely, definitely, definitely al Mili smokh to hold that this is definitely falls into that category. Without a doubt. al Mili Smokh. We didn't get to our again, the Regish wants to tell us so easily, for sure they are. Because then what would be the problem? Nothing. Then well there's one problem with in today's reality, of treating them like a Amalek, because they're holding on to 240 yidin, or 200 yidin and 40, it doesn't matter how many people are there right now, they have, we, have these, we have these brothers and sisters that are screaming out to us to pull them out of the Gehenom. But if they weren't there, and you say that this is clearly Amalek, these are people that give out candies when yidin get killed. These are old people that go on bicycles driving to kibbutzim while our sisters were being burnt to crisps so that we could loot. Six and ten-year-old boys. Six and ten-year-old boys. You have to understand, there's a person Mm -hmm. that she was just only identified two days ago. Vivian Lewis. Mm -hmm. You saw this? Vivian Lewis had a very, very, very good heart. It was in a very, very wrong place. But it was a very good heart that was really felt that what she was doing was Mm -hmm. mamish l'shem shemaim. She did. She was the one. She was the most active amongst all the chaverim to to make shalom between between Israelis and the Ishmaelim down there. You know why it took five weeks to identify her body? Do I have to explain why? Yes, mm-hmm. mi The chayalim are doing it. <coughs> The chayalim, the ruach, is so crystal clear. They're in achdut. The chayalim are in achdut. The chayalim are very focused and they should continue to have shmira malyusa over them. And you know how we owe it to them to have shmira malyusa on us? Is that we're bold enough to choose to wake up from certain comas that we're not even under the impression that we still have been stuck in. <clears throat> for only one reason. leman Shmo This is not a personal thing. Well, it's personal because it's God. So I guess on that level, it's a personal thing. But it's Shmo be'ava To keep on learning, to looking at this picture clearer, to see how much does it burn you in your heart that there's such a chilu kvot in the world. You know, one of my friends, he heard what happened the other night, and his response was, he got angry he said is that a way a Jew is supposed to drive the streets of Eretz Yisrael <laughs> like that was his he's like, he's like stop for a second is that the way a Jew was meant to drive the streets of Eretz Yisrael and when you take that question up to Shemaim so HaKadosh Baruch Hu come and then you say how could it be that a Jew drives has to drive like this the streets of Eretz Yisrael and you, we all know the answer Hashem says yeah I know This is not a pro... Huh? I guess he doesn't live here? We're only... <laughs> la- As, Hashem's answer back, it's so clear. It's like, I don't even know why you're asking me that question. I don't know how you guys got to a place that you enabled this to be your reality in the first place. Shigaon. Pashut Shigaon. You chose to avoid certain parshias in the Torah. You chose to avoid certain texts that are not confusing. They're very clear. You chose to look at Shimon and Levi and say, "This is what I want to learn out of it, and this is what I don't want to learn out of it." You chose to like talk about all the kedolim, but when it came to Pinchas, all the rabbis told you, "Don't learn mashilach, don't learn, don't learn the petimius of the story of Pinchas, because we don't know how to deal with that in this world." <coughs> Shem- <clears throat> Shemshon, how much, how much of a big deal do we make of Shemshon? We're we're, we're nearing a place that the Avodah now has to be on us so much more intensely because to be able to do this work, (laughs) may it only come from one place. May the Ratzon to wake up only come from one place and one place only. Only that. And we need (laughs) Shmira Maliusa, we need extra protective energy to be able to make to, to look straight into the eye of even the things that hurt me the most. And the things that hurt me the most are usually the things that I made for me as a Pesel in my life, meaning that I already set up as a statue, as a monument. Like, this is how it is. That's how those people are. This is how those people are. If you don't understand the Israeli leftist that's trying so hard to make peace and a two-state solution, because you have to understand that that place is coming from a real Ratzon to not have war. We have to, we have to, we have to, we have to realize that. It's coming from a, a very sincere desire of living here much longer than any of us, and I just can't take it anymore. And to them, that's really what it seems like. Once I start the conversation from there, like, mamash for real, and I can make a choice And a second. Okay, I know that's where it's coming from, but I have a Torah that guides me that's much deeper than any human emotion that comes up, that's ever come up since you know, I know that last statement I said right now is uncomfortable for a lot of people. But when I say waking up from the coma, it's from both sides. It's to be able to understand the heart of the kibbutznik that lived down there in Kerem Shalom, who's now, I wish they were six feet under their ashes, where it came from was a sincere desire, not Torah-based, but a sincere desire to live in peace. It's our job to mechanech the door of today, what the Torah's vision of peace is and not what the world's vision of peace is. According to the world, we have a prosperous peace with Egypt and Jordan. That, that word has been hijacked as well. Peace. Peace. Peace is so much deeper. Peace is the name of Hashem. In order for all the brachas Hashem wants to give us, we have to make that bracha of shalom between us. Once that happens, it's all over we should be so happy in our time with our days in our days amen hay be aminu kbar amen, amen.